So Nina, this episode I think is going to challenge you and I in the fact that we've been telling people like how we believe God is calling families to live out life. And we had an experience this week where we have to decide personally, are we going to let the rubber meet the road? Are we going to let the words that we speak, what we believe God is asking of us, are we going to live that out? And um, that that's challenging, right? Like something we're telling people and that we're trying to, to speak to ourselves about is we need to be training our kids so that, that they are ready for a future event where they do life without being under our roofs. Yeah. And that's hard. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's, de- yeah. yeah, it can definitely be challenging to kind of open up your hands with, with letting them fly. So that whole analogy, you know, kicking the kids out of the nest, we're, we're not to that point. That's, that's not our life experience. But do you mind sharing with everybody something that we're actually celebrating this week? It's like one of those big milestones in, in the life of, of a child. What, what happened this week and, and what are we talking about specifically? Our oldest daughter went to take her driving test on Tuesday and she passed and she passed. <laughs> it's. It was leading up to that point for me, it was just a little bit hard because it, I think it was the timing of like, wow, she's 16. She can drive on her own if she passes, which she did. And there's this aspect of letting go. She's going to be 18 before we know it. And we're not there yet, but this was just another milestone of getting to that point in that she's, she's becoming an adult and that you know, makes us reflect on what we have done and how are we doing what we're supposed to be doing and are we are we letting her become who she needs to be. Hey friends, welcome to the Encourage Inspire podcast. My name is Nina. And I am Nathan and I have a daughter who can drive. <laughs> and that's both exciting and and uh, a little scary. And that's what we're going to be talking about in this episode. How do we hand over the keys not just to vehicles, but the keys of life, like those truths that our kids need. How do we hand them over to our families and prepare them to use that truth, that wisdom in the right way? Hmm. Our passion is building faithful families. Thank you for walking alongside us as we share stories and talk about the lessons we are learning. So Nina, you and our oldest had a really incredible adventure this week, right? Right. And so um, do you mind sharing with our audience, the people that um, that listen to our stories, tell them a little bit about this story, why it's so important for us, why it's maybe even hard for us, and I'll, I'll chime in a bit as well, but tell us a little bit about what happened. Well, we went to the, the place where she needed to take her driving test, and she walks into the room, and then I never see her again. And, you know, I'm just waiting out in this area, waiting for her to take her test, and I had no, no idea I had no idea how long it was going to take. Do you know how long it ended up taking? I think it ended up being an hour and a half or something around that time frame. I'm waiting there, and finally her and the officer walk up to me, and so I stand up, and he's... I I really wasn't sure what that process was going to be like, and I... (laughs) So he starts talking to me about her score, and I'm thinking... And so he's listing all the infractions she did, and I'm thinking, oh boy, she didn't pass. Like, cause he, like he kept going, you know. And finally, he he told me, yeah, she passed. He also mentioned 
you know, these are the laws. I think he handed me then a pamphlet about these are the laws. But parents had their own own restrictions, possibly. And so she needed to be following the parents' instruction. So it sounds like the officer was making it clear these are the minimum expectations. But as a child works with their parents about uh, the family expectations, those may be stricter. Right. Mm -hmm. But at minimum, you need to be following uh, state law. Right. Uh, But that we had a role in how this works out, even though she earned her license, Mm -hmm. we still have a role in, in how that plays out. Okay. So yeah, it was it was pretty intense there for a moment. I was I was just thinking, okay, wow, you know, I I was just nervous. I was nervous for her, um, and and letting her take that first step to actually go by herself was super challenging for me. Like I knew it shouldn't be. You know, I kept telling myself up up the last few weeks. Really, I'm like, this is this is really difficult for me like handing over the keys to her, like knowing that we're going to be doing this. Um, Not because I didn't trust her, but I think like I've, I've shared in our intro that it's a step. It's a step of her becoming an adult. It's a step of me needing to let go and let her become the adult she needs to be. But also there's a lot of crazy drivers out there. So there's a lot that could happen on the road behind a, a motor vehicle. But then I also told myself, we all went through it. We did this too. And so this is a really great opportunity for the Lord to work on my heart. Mm. And I'm like, okay, I, I've got to be even praying more now, you know, and letting, letting God work in her heart, letting God let her be the person that she needs to be and who God wants her to be. Nina, for this episode, we have chosen to um, let God's word again speak to us. We've talked in the past, we want our advice to be biblical. We want our advice to be beneficial. And so today we're going to go to Proverbs 22.6. Would you mind reading that for us um, and let that kick off some of our conversations for the rest of our time together? Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. We have both been uh, doing some investigating about these verses because, Mm -hmm. you know, you want to have context, you want to understand the original meaning, and we want to figure out how we apply this to, to our lives, how this applies to our children's lives. And I think a first important call out is Proverbs is a book of, of wisdom, and it's speaking of general truth. We have to figure out how we apply that, that truth to our lives. Train in this context means to dedicate or inaugurate. And so something that's really interesting to me is the first part of this verse is train up a child in the way he should go. I really feel like a lot of the focus on the first part of the verse is on the trainer. It's, you know, train up a child. Well, who, who trains the child? That's the parents. That's the trainer in this case. Something that was really interesting to me is, you know, I need to, we need to spend our time, energy, effort to train our children. And, and something that's really hard and complicated is we even have to let our behaviors be a part of the training so that our kids know what the desired results need to be. Hmm. They're watching us, babe. Yeah. Like we have six pairs of eyes always watching us. Yeah. And they're, they're going to 
do and say things that we say that we do. So <laughs> we've had a couple of situations where a kid says something and we're like, why'd you say that? And then we find out later that you say it or I say it. Or, or a sibling says or it. Or a sibling says it. And you're like, oh, no. I mean, we don't, That that's not, <laughs> that's not the desired result. But, but kids are going to see what we do and they're going to see what other people in the household do. Mm-hmm. And for me, this is also important. Um, I know it's so easy as a parent to get into the mentality of do what I say. Well, I said so. That's why. But as we train, we become models for our kids. So we need to actually model the right way for our kiddos. And that's part of our encouragement and training for them to do the same thing. Yes, if we're not doing the things that we want them to do, how do how do we expect them to do do it also? And I think the reverse side of that, if we're doing things we don't want them to do, <laughs> yeah. we need to stop doing those things. Right. Right. You know, if, if your kid says a bad word that is not expected in your family, but you've said that same word, you got to stop like because our kids are watching. Um, an important point that we had talked about before we started the podcast is who trains and models to our kids if we don't do that? Mm. Well, the, the world. The world does. Other people, you know, their friends could potentially as well, but we should be the initiators, the influencers the ones that are heading up that modeling and that training. You said the word influencer and it it drove me to uh, think about social media influencers. Mm. If we are not influencing our kids, the internet is, if we are not influencing our kids, the school system is, if we're not influencing our kids, um, everybody else is. And, and to be honest, from my perspective, I don't want the world to speak into what's wisdom and what's truth and what's right for my kiddos. I I want us to be able to have that opportunity to speak into their lives. And an important call out is we want it to be God's truth, right? Right. Yeah. Not not our own fleshly desires or wisdom. Yeah, not our nature. Yeah. But but God's nature working through us. So we we've broken up that first phrase, train up a child in the way he should go. Uh, we want to be very clear. This is not just a reference to male children. You know, we have six kiddos, only one's a, a boy, and it doesn't mean it doesn't apply to our, our, our female children. Um, <laughs> train up a child in the way he or she should go. But we've talked about the training. That's that's really on us. This next part is is interesting. In, in our investigating of this part of the phrase, there's a lot of different thoughts on this. There's a lot of different perspe- perspectives. Uh, we're just going to kind of maybe summarize or or group together some different thoughts. But in the way he should go, I always kind of thought about this like as a child personally living it out is in the way the parent should think he should go. But as we've done some investigating, it seems, it's more than seems, it's as if scripture is saying you train up a child in the child's way. And that's a little different perspective, right, than probably how we've mostly heard this first spoken. I mean, what what has your investigation, what has your study about this uh, been about so far? Yeah, I think that one of the big the big things that as I was looking into that is that how do we help the child become who God has created them to be? How has he gifted them? 
their personality. I feel like that's a huge part of of what that's saying. We're taking into account a lot of different variables, right? Train up the child in the child's way, um, focusing them towards God. But, you know, for instance, training our youngest, who's four and now our oldest, who is 16, due to the stage of life, our training has to be a little bit different, right? Oh, definitely. Um, we have enough. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just thinking like our youngest, we're still, he's still learning different different things about how to just be a member of our family and um, what's, <laughs> you know, what are, yeah, what are good coping skills? Um, you know, but for our oldest, she's, she's been through all those stages already. And so we've already trained her in those going through those stages, but now we're entering a new stage of life with her. Mm. And so we are learning, like we said earlier, like how we're learning actually, like we're getting ready to set our little birdie free. Like, (laughs) in, in, Praise God, in a lot of ways, we get to do that in stages, Hmm. right? Yeah. You know, so even though we're working through, we have a person, another person in the the house that can drive a very large, very powerful, very heavy vehicle, but us working through, and I loved what you said earlier, God is working in our lives as we are influencing our kids and training them. And it reminds me of, of our marriage counseling, pre-marriage counseling, <laughs> the things and the ways God has made you to be that I may view as, as hard to understand sometimes or difficult to receive is not always an issue with you, but it's an issue with my heart. Mm-hmm. And so as we're trying to let go in this next phase and give um, our oldest a little more control of her life, it's, it's steps uh, for us as well to become more Christ-like. Yeah. So, oh. and to, well, just I want to do it well. Mm. I want I want it to be God honoring and. Um, but we know we're not going to do it perfect. No, no, I'm not saying perfect because none of us are perfect at doing it. But I want to do it well. I want to give her the freedom that her stage of life requires. You know, and that's. That's that's God's working on my heart, and that's God doing something in me so I can open up my hands more to let her experience that freedom. So let's jump down, though. We've talked about stage of life and, and personality. So let's take our oldest, who is at a stage of life where she's a stage of life and personality. I think she has the right combination of both to go, I want this new freedom. Mm, yeah. Be- because... You know, we're, we're not doing a blanket statement that every kid is going to want the same thing at the same time. We have other kiddos in the house right now that can't even comprehend wanting to get behind a wheel right now. And that's that's fair and accurate because they're not ready. Right, yeah. <laughs> but I, I bet we have a few kiddos that aren't ready that already have the personality to go, well, I, I wish I could be. Right, and, yes. And so uh, we're not saying that every person, every child is the same. As we are training every child in the way that child needs to go for that child to become themselves, we have to take into account stage of life personality. But like another issue is struggles. Mm. Our kids do not struggle with the same thing. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, just as none of us have the exact same struggles, we're going to struggle with different things as well. 
so there's an opportunity to maybe help them through those struggles. Yeah, and meet them where they're at. Yeah. Another thing as we're training our kids is we we evaluate their strengths. Um, A child who has great awareness of the surroundings, that's great for driving, right? But if a child doesn't have those strengths, we have to be reminding them, you have to be aware of your surroundings. You need to be on the lookout for these things. Mm. Uh, What was the next item on the list that we need to take into account when we're thinking about training our, our children in the way they should go? Yeah, their temperament as well. I mean, we hot-headed versus cool-headed. I mean, <laughs> I mean that's what we're talking about, right? Yeah, and we have a few of those a different, you know, different kinds of more even-killed, more anxious, more different temperatures. <laughs> diff- yeah, and I think something else that that's really important is, and, and right now we're not just talking about driving, but as we train our children to prepare them to be the the God-desired version of their future self, I, th- I think we need to take into account what their thoughts are about the future, what their hopes and dreams are about the future. Because, you know, helping somebody to think through how to become an astronaut versus how to become a teacher, like those are two very different things. And, and we need to be knowing our kids well enough and their hopes, dreams, and desires that we can influence them and give them training in the home or find training outside of the home that directs them in in that path. I definitely think that you do a really great job of that. You are able to see giftings in our kids and you do a great job of, of encouraging them to maybe seek some of those things out, even if they feel like they, they can't do it yet. Like you don't, you don't pressure them but you allow them to see maybe opportunities that could come because of their giftings. Mm, I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> and when, when you were sharing, though, like I think of how you bring things to the table. And I praise God that training up a child in the way we should go is not something that falls on me, not something that falls on you, but something that, that we are laboring to do together mm. under the guidance of of. God and and his spirit in our lives. And, um, you know, as he instructs us through his word, he gives us his spirit to, to teach us and encourage us to, to live that out. Mm. Nina, when we're talking about training our kids in the overall perspective of life, we're talking about guiding them towards God, towards his truth. But something that was interesting in that we've been evaluating is training our oldest to drive like, where she is today is not where she was a year ago, a year ago, 12, 13, 14 months. So like the process was to teach her truth. So she had her handbook and even before we, you know, before we ever got on the road, she had to start learning truth and, and the principles that were going to guide her driving. What, what is interesting to me is then we took the truth and we started finding ways to apply it. Do you remember any of the first times we we took her out on the road? Oh, I I really wanted you to be the person to handle that <laughs> because that was super scary for me. And but it, it I feel like you initially are the one that took her out, but I was actually the one that went with her a lot 
just because of your work schedule. And so you got her going for me and the, and the initial like just just accelerating, stopping, knowing how, how to stay in your lane, just some simple things to learn. And then I also had to drive with her and I probably was a lot more verbal from what I remember her saying, you know, just about driving and different things. But I definitely have um, become more comfortable with with her as she's as she's learned and gained confidence. I've been able to breathe and have more confidence. And and this is really important. I think I sometimes we're in the middle of the podcast and an idea comes that we hadn't like talked about before but as we are training our kids again it's a it's a joint effort but i have certain strengths and struggles i bring to the table Mm. you have certain strengths and certain struggles you bring to the table so it's not i don't like saying it's 50 50 it's like we both have to bring 100 percent of who we are at the right time Mm. so so maybe in this situation where our first and i think more alike it was better for me to bring that initial instruction mm-hmm. because I could communicate in a way that she would most understand yeah. the training. Yeah. Right. I think so. But it's not to say you can't be a part of this. It's actually like an invitation for us both to be a part of it in the way that we train the best. And, and you know, you've, you've put actually in more time than I did, but I maybe started and you know, it, it's the byproduct of both of us coming to the table and, and training our kids. Well, and I something that you said just kind of reminded me of a time where I think I think you you're correct in saying that the initial the initial training was good from you because you guys kind of think alike and just the way you were able to communicate those things to her, I think helped her. But the, I do remember one time we were driving and I I mentioned. Cause she, she isn't very good at directions. Like just, um, she's, she's gotten a lot better now that she's been driving, but you know, she couldn't remember certain which way to go or for certain places to get to. And I told her one time, you know, I look for landmarks cause that's how I, I do the best. And for her, that just really clicked and worked well. And so I th- I, I agree. There's, we both, you know, we both can give to help. And, and I prefer street signs, <laughs> <laughs> but but that's that's the point. Is if if you had given up in the training, she would have missed out on something. Because my, you know, we took we took um, this this directional uh, learning um, aspect of driving. We took different perspectives on it. I wouldn't always tell her to take a left <laughs> or a right. And, and there would be times that we would struggle through being in the wrong place, and then we had to reorient ourselves while we're driving in the vehicle. And and, and that's appropriate at times, but sometimes it, you have to give clear left, right, straight um, instructions. And sometimes, you know, as we're learning, depending on the, the child, on the person, we, we need to step back and let them start to embrace um, – embrace their responsibility and and hopefully what you're hearing from us is it's not either or it's all of it Mm. 
and we bring that to the table as as we're influencing our kids. Now, now we've been talking about driving, right? But let's let's get back to the big picture. There are guiding principles, and our hope and desire for ourselves and for you all is that they're God-centered principles that should always be the same. Like, don't um, act out in anger. Um, be responsible. Show kindness and love. Respect others, right? But then as we work with our children on the specific training they need, sometimes we have to tailor the way we train, not what we're training, but the way we train those kids or how or how it comes across you know some every kid learns differently and hears things differently so just making sure that each child understands what we are communicating in the way that they can they can understand it before we keep moving on to the rest of the um the proverbs verse i was thinking that how how our oldest how all of our kids see me drive Mm. um that's what they're gonna do and so i i hate to say it but some of the infractions like some of the the points off she she saw (laughs) you know and 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 not only in you and me too but it's so important that we realize that you know how we live out our life that's how our kids live out their lives Mm. and you know it uh, I'm not saying like running stop signs. I'm not saying the major things, but then at the same time, an, an infraction is an infraction is an infraction, right? She she couldn't go up to the uh, police officer and go, well, that really wasn't that bad, officer. <laughs> like the officer is the standard, the, mm. the protector of the standard. God is the protector of the standard, and we have that responsibility in our homes to live up to his standard mm. and he's not going, well, well, Nathan, you know, that word wasn't that bad or that attitude wasn't that bad. So it's a pass. Mm. Um, that's, that's not how we live out life. And I think that's just an important reminder that we need to watch how we live out our lives so that our kids know how to do the same. Yeah, I agree. Thank you for that. That was a good word picture. I love word pictures. I know. <laughs> So the the last part of the Proverbs verse is when he is old. As mentioned earlier, Proverbs is a book of of wisdom. It's not a book of promises. It's not even a book of guarantees. And that was something that I really was thinking about. You know, we talked about that in our last podcast that it's it's a, not a guarantee that our 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 children are going to follow the Lord, but it is our responsibility to make sure that they are seeing us seek after the Lord, mm-hmm. seeing us or, or showing them how to seek out truth and learn who God is so that when when they are older, when they are when they are out on their own, they know what source to go to mm-hmm. and who who God is and, and can be in their life. They still have to make that choice, but we're responsible for, like we talked about earlier even, you know, influencing them and showing them all these these things. So I, I help me make sure that we're on the same page. I think we are, but I want to make sure that we are. We may train our child. We we can train our child in the ways of the Lord. And it's 100% possible that 
that child may choose a different path. Definitely. I mean, we've seen families that have gone through that, and we're not, you know, we're not in that launching phase yet or even empty nesters or anything like that, but but we have a responsibility now. We can't neglect what what our responsibility is right now for our children, no matter what path that they take. Now, um, I think this is important as well. Them choosing their path doesn't have to be once they leave the home. Mm. Like we, we can, <laughs> um, and again, I think we've, I think we've spoken about this in a prior podcast, just because they behave the way we desire them to behave doesn't mean that their heart has changed the way we want their heart to be mm. changed by the Lord. So training up our child now, even though they're under our roof and under our guidance, and we still have that that extreme and God-given influence in their life, they may not be choosing his path. But I do want to argue the negative on that. If we don't train up a child in the way of the Lord, hmm. then it's almost always guaranteed that they will choose a different path, that they will depart from the ways of of the Lord. Yeah. So we've used the word influence Um what do you think, babe? Do you think influence is like a social construct? Do you think it's a, uh, like, is it from God? Like, what what influence is so interesting as parents directed towards our children? Well, I think as parents and being parents who believe in Jesus Christ, and, and Jesus Christ has been the one to change our hearts and our lives, we want him to be the influencer of decisions we make in our life. And so then we take that and we want to be, we want God to influence us, but then we take what he's doing in our life and we want to influence our kids in the same way that he's asked us to be and how he's influenced us. And so in the the Bible, Ephesians 5, 1 and 2, I feel like talks about this a little bit. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children, and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. I struggle with this verse in some ways and some other things that Paul had said, because Paul was saying, be like me because I am being like Jesus. Mm -hmm. And that's my hope and desire, like we should want our children to imitate us as long as we're imitating Christ. Right. And, you know, I think as parents, as people of influence in other people's lives, we really have to do a hard heart check. Are we acting the way Jesus would act? Are we living out life the way he would live life? So like a few questions that come to mind for me, do I want my children to live life the way you and I live life? And I guess my hope is, yes, I want them to, but only as long as I'm living out life in a way that brings honor and glory to God. Yeah. Do we want our kiddos to love the way we do? And you know, when we ask these tough questions, we have to examine ourselves as modelers, as trainers, as influencers, as parents, as believers. And then, like, do I really want my kiddos to speak, think, react the way I do? And it's, it's a good heart check. Yeah. So we understand that every person really needs to make their own choices 
that means that our kiddos, you know, even though we speak truth to their life, even though we provide guidance, even though we provide guidance that directs them towards what we believe is ultimate truth, they really have to make their own decision and their own choice about do they take that truth? Do they live out that truth? Are they changed by that truth? I also think that we need to give them the opportunity to let God work in their life, like that we're not their Holy Spirit. We need to let the Holy Spirit do His job, and we can still be influencers. We can still be people who model and train our children, but not to the point where we're trying to impose what we think they should they should do as far as um, still abiding by the rules of our home, but being who God created them to be, like trying to get them to go on a different path that, of what God has created them to be. So let's let's jump back to the uh, driving analogy, right? Um, our oldest has earned her permit. She has earned her license. And as parents, we could still sit in the front seat and tell her to take a left, take a right. We could still... <laughs> we could still um, impose our desire over that aspect of her life if we chose to be, but it doesn't equip her to make decisions on her own. It doesn't give her personal responsibility of the choices she makes. Mm. And, you know, the, the, the truth is, is that the real truth exists. The state laws exist. The laws exist, and there are protectors and enforcers of those laws and when she drives, when we drive, when everybody drives, we are, you know, we have to be held to that standard. And if someone chooses not to be held to that standard, there's consequences of that. I think the same thing applies with spiritual truth. There are standards and we will be influencers and we will guide and help correct and, and direct. But ultimately, God is the one who judges. Hmm. God is the one who maintains the standard because there's no one righteous, no, not one. Mm -hmm. And we all fall short of his glory. Um, but we have to let them go so they can choose to be true followers and, and true believers. I, I, I never want our kids to go, well, I'm a Christian cause mom and dad are Christian and you can't see our air quotes, but like, <laughs> you know, taking on the name of Christian when you haven't been changed by Christ. We desire that our kids choose Christ as Lord and Savior. We desire that they choose God's wisdom. And, and we're going to air quote again when we say wisdom the next time. I don't want them to choose their wisdom. I don't want even them to choose my wisdom because my wisdom is, um, is a flesh-based wisdom. I want them to choose God's wisdom, and hopefully they are seeing that lived out in our lives. Well. I agree, but I also think that if you are seeking God's wisdom, you do, like, I see, I feel like you do have wisdom to impart to me and to the kids, and so now if it's wisdom that's not from God, then yes, I agree, you, we don't want them to be following that, but if it's wisdom that has come from God's word, I think, you know, we do want them to follow that. So our, our next project, we have to figure out a way to show you our air quotes <laughs> when we're doing um, a podcast. Uh, but but then one more level, we don't want them to follow the world's wisdom. Yeah, yeah. Like hopefully, hopefully the wisdom that's lived out in our life is 
God-honoring wisdom. We desire that for their own life. We desire that for our families. But we don't want the world telling them what is true, what is wrong. Because, you know, Bible talks about in the end days that right is wrong and wrong is right. Mm-hmm. And, and we want right to be right mm. and it to be clear that wrong is wrong. And we want them to know how to get to that source. How do they know what is right when the world's saying right is wrong? We have to be the ones that help them to to know that the Bible is reliable. It can be, it is truth. There, there is no other authority by which we need to live. And But then they have to make the choice, like we've said, to believe that or or not. So our ask this episode is pray for us. (laughs) Um, We are reaching points in our life and we will continue and we'll get to practice this process, you know, five more times, but we're reaching points in our life where as we desire to prepare our children to be God honoring adults, we have to let them make choices to pursue him and to live out his, his truth in their life. So um, we, we ask for your prayers we, we also want to invite you to send us prayer requests. Um, I'll include an email address in the comments of this podcast so that you can let us know how we can be praying for you. And so that's you're, you're never supposed to include more than one ask, and I'm, I'm breaking all the, the podcast <laughs> and social media rules. Will you pass along um, information about our podcast if you think another family, another husband and wife um, can be encouraged by the things we talk about? We desire to make God known and glorified, but we want to encourage families to become more faithful towards him. And that's that's just the passion of our heart. We appreciate everyone listening to our story and how we are working through certain life stages and what God is teaching us and doing in our, our hearts through this time. We'll, we'll catch up with you next time.